It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Let's talk some football. Let's talk some basketball. Elliot Shore Parks does a great job covering the Eagles. How you doing, Elliot? What's up? How you guys doing? Good, buddy. Super. All right, so, Elliot, a lot to get to, and we're going to do the very rare start with the 76ers with you here. All Let right. me ask you this. Sixers, Celtics, what are you thinking? I feel good about the Sixers' chances to win this series. Uh, I think that uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I think you've seen in these first four games that at the end of the day, the Sixers have – I think the two best players in the series and Joel Embiid and James Harden, obviously they've both been inconsistent, but if you look at their peak, when they've played their best, they have played better than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I think the reason this series is tied. Is Harden, Harden has also played worse than he has. George Niang. Everyone. When, yeah. when, when yeah. Harden has yep. played his worst, he has played worse than George Niang. I agree, but that's why they do averages over four games, right? <laughs> and the average for four games is he's averaging the most points of any players in the series, right? So, I think the reason this series is tied in part is because the Celtics have, have gotten better play from their role players than the Sixers yeah. have, right? I think if you look at it, Malcolm Brogdon shooting something like 50% from three, Tyrese Maxey, who's one of the best three-point shooters in the league during the regular season, is at like 28%. So they need better play from their role players. But the main reason I think they're going to win the series is because while the Celtics are good, I think the Sixers team is special. If you look at how they've won these games, right? Harden hitting game-winning shots, winning the game without Joel Embiid, making comebacks all year. And at the end of the day, I think special beats good. So while it's going to be tough, I think they will win two mm. of the next three. Wow. Jeez, Elliot. And how did you feel about Tucky Peach yelling at Joel Embiid in game four? <laughs> I think he earned his whole $30 million in that spot right there, right? Because if they lose that game, obviously the conversation is much different, right? We're talking about Joel once again shrinking in one of the biggest moments. We're talking about their, their season being over tonight. So 
him going and doing that, yeah, it was absolutely why you signed T.J. Tucker. That was, you know, the the dog mentality. Not, I guess you. Oh, here we Chris. go. Dog mentality. <laughs> dog mentality. Oh my god. A dog mentality personified right there in the uh, oh, wow. in the. It, I was gonna say uh, he has that dog in him, and I got my Eagles brain uh, going. But <laughs> I'll also say this: I was like, to Joel's credit too, though, right? Like he did respond to it well. So I think that T.J. Yeah, Tucker is getting a lot of the praise for that moment, and he should. But considering what we've seen from Joel, it wouldn't have been completely surprising if he would have just shrunk even more, right, and not responded to it well. But he didn't. He led the team in points in overtime. So I I think this is their year. I think they're good enough where they can beat them, but I think they have something special happening. Ellie, one more on hoops and then to the Eagles. Um, We've got a series of polls here today to try to figure out uh, who's the player anybody would pick for the remainder of the playoffs. Yeah. Who would you pick? All the players, Durant, Jokic, Steph, LeBron, Joel, who are you picking? It's a great question. Um, I think it's, a, it's probably, as wide open as it's been in years. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I think you would probably have to go Durant one, Steph two, and Bead three, maybe. Man, you're, dis- you're disrespecting go. LeBron. I'm telling you, man. Look, LeBron I'm is still you. up there for sure. Look, as long as it's not Jokic, I'm okay, I guess, with whatever one out of those. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you would take good, Jokic man. over Embiid right now. You would. In the playoffs, the no, way they're playing not. without the injuries you and stuff, you absolutely not. would take Jokic. He put 53 last Jokic. game. Are you kidding me? He doesn't get tired Every in the fourth quarter. Dude, Jokic is, out, Jokic is outplayed Embiid this playoffs without a doubt. It's not even a yeah. question. It's not even a question. They're letting Jokic score. They're like that. You look at what they're doing. They're saying, you beat us. And what happened? He had all those points, and they lost. They lost, right? Jokic's best skill is passing and getting the people involved. When he has to be their best player, they lose. When he scores big point totals in the playoffs, they lose. It's when Jamal Murray is their best player that they win. So Jokic can get all the points he wants. At the end of the day, they do not win when he has those big points. Well, I'll just tell you this. Passing is pretty important. He's averaging 31-13-9 in the playoffs. And he took an owner out. 31-13-9. He's won as many games as Embiid as, Elliot. Okay, but I'm saying, like you're you're highlighting all these points he's putting up. They lost. in the game where he had those points. Like, what's it really matter? I love when a poll causes such consternation. All right, Ellie, let's get to the Eagles. We played earlier. He should have been ejected for what it's worth if you really want to get oh, into it. Oh, no, no. no. stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're telling me. But wait, he, by the definition rule, he went into the stands and put his hands on somebody. You don't, you don't think that's ejected? And the owner wasn't wrong either? doesn't matter. He's, oh, it doesn't stop matter it. He's an owner. It you just don't like him. It's a, of course I don't like it. But outside of that, that doesn't matter. He went into the stands and put his hands on somebody. Well, you know, and he's Elliot, got ejected you, from a game last year. Elliot, no, you know what really helped him? That it was an owner, not a fan. Yes. I oh, agree. God, yes. Because if they eject Jokic or suspend him, what do they do to the owner? The guy suspended for three months? And that, it affects that an NBA playoff series. That owner blew a real chance to, like, get himself in good graces with the fans. If he would have just tweeted yesterday, Jokic should be suspended, he's the most popular owner in the league. Instead, he does he does the whole, oh, who cares? It was a fun game, blah, blah. Like, no, he should have been ejected from that game. Oh he should God. be suspended for this. <laughs> All right, Elliot, let's get to the <laughs> let's get to the Eagles, man. Um, okay. we, we listened to the answer uh, Nick Sirianni gave on Jalen Carter recently. Did you find his answer – to be one in which Nick Sirianni was trying to lay the law down with what will be expected of Jalen Carter, and Sirianni was trying to publicly get ahead of it, saying, look, we're going to have rules. He's going to adhere. Like, that's the way it's got to be. What did you make of the nature of his two answers? 
Yeah, so being in the room for, for the answer, the vibe I got was he was just trying to move on from the question, right? Like he wasn't giving any real information about Jalen Carter. He wasn't doing anything about, you know, like is that be- the But, Elliot, is that because he knows he's going to have an issue with this aspect of Jalen Carter? So I actually think he – I think the way he answered it made it seem like he wasn't aware that this was a hot button issue. Cause I think if he, if he mm. knew right, that this was going to be like perceived this way, he would have just been like, yeah, he's in great shape. You know, I was really impressed by him. Right. Mm. And so I think what he was trying to emphasize, frankly, was tell the truth. And I think it backfired on him by saying none of these guys are in football shit. Right. You know, like the, I think that he, he was yeah. trying to give too much information. And because of that, and because of look, Jalen Carter has, because of the pro day thing, all the, like he has earned the not he's not earned the benefit of the doubt. So with that question, I think what we all wanted to hear was, yeah, he came in in great shape and he's doing yeah. awesome. I think Sirianni was just being truthful and saying none of these guys are in football shape. Elliot, the way he described the the practice, uh, you know, basically saying the guys aren't ready to be out there playing. You know, we if we had the uh, the play clock, they wouldn't have gotten any plays off. We're taking it slowly. It sounds more walkthroughy than yeah. than anything. Are is the intensity of these practices with the you know with the new guys? Is it enough to where you can see what we've got? Where you know when you're out there watching these players, you can tell what we what we got in return for drafting these players, or is it just too slow a pace? Well, so I, you know this sounds like a training camp discussion, right? Like this is how they are going to do things always, right? They are never really going to do practices at complete full speed all out just because they believe in prioritizing health, right? Like Sirianni said, if he pushed these guys as hard as maybe, you know, you would want to, right. Then you'll get guys injured. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're not ready for the next phase of OTA. So right, wrong, indifferent. That's how they've decided to do it. Now, Mm -hmm. in terms of what they can get from them and what the purpose of the rookie mini camp was, you know, my understanding and listening to Nick is it's basically just about getting the guys in the building, showing them around, like letting them see how the Eagles practice. So when the the rest of the vets get there and they actually do some on the field work, they're prepared in those settings to not slow down practice and to know what they're doing. So, you know, you're, you're not going to find that out on the first two practices on the field. If drafting Nolan Smith at 30 was the right call, right? Like that's going to take a long time to find out. So I think that ultimately what their goal was just get these guys in the building, get them acclimated mm-hmm get ready for the next phase uh are there are there any players who are creating a buzz that just for whatever reason the way they look the way they move uh something that they've said out there uh on the practice field or in the locker room any buzz generating yes i think the clear winner so far since the draft is nolan smith Uh, i think just every time he's taken the podium he's been extremely impressive uh the way he talks i thought when him and jalen carter were at the podium together the way he almost you know, for lack of a better term, shielded him from some of the questions and kind of helped him in that in, in that tough situation for him. Mm-hmm. I think he's been extremely impressive uh, as a speaker. He looks like you, you can see him becoming a leader of the team. But on the field, in the brief time that I saw him, right, it was like 10 minutes, he does not look as undersized as kind of made it out to be during, you know, the pre-draft uh, mm-hmm. season. I think that that often happens, right? Like before the draft, you'll hear, well, this guy's 6'2", but this guy's 6'1", right? Like, but next next to each other, you can't tell a difference, right? Like they, so ultimately, when I saw Nolan Smith out there, he didn't look like somebody that was much smaller than Hassan Reddick. You can tell Hassan Reddick is stronger, right? Because he's been in the league longer and all those things. But Nolan Smith did not look like some massively undersized edge rusher. He looks like 
you know, he looks the part. He looks athletic. He looks fast. He looks lean. So I, I really think since the draft, he has been the, the winner uh, of this draft. Class. All right. So, Elliot, I think he's two, and I'm going to tell you why. The winner for the Eagles since the draft is DeAndre Swift. We haven't talked about this yet. When he was asked the other day why he chose number zero, for those that don't know, he's going to be the first Eagle to wear number zero. His answer, excuse me, James? This might not be real. Is oh, this is the this Dallas Cowboys thing? Sure? Is that not, not real? It's not real. real. That was fake. No! I don't think this is real. Yeah, that was fake. Oh, it breaks yeah. my heart. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, well, thank you Jammer, for coming off. A little disappointed. You little disappointed. Little oh, I got, disappointed. I got duped yeah. by social media. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. That never happens to me. <laughs> duped. I was going to let you finish. The well, yeah, the line was going to be I was trying to hook you up there and jump in and stop it. Cowboys NFC Championship game since his, you know, he was born. but Elliot. Apparently not. Okay. Okay, so Nolan Smith. You can check with me before you do. Nolan Smith has won it since the draft. Fair enough. Elliot. Elliot, what goes into preparing your Eagles 2020? 23 mock schedule well i don't know if i want to give away all my secrets to how i do it but it is because that's that the release date is tomorrow isn't it thursday already, no, well, no elliot's thursday. mock schedule oh, is tomorrow oh, yeah. Yeah. gotcha the release date of my mock schedule is tomorrow morning so yeah. basically what, what what i do is and look i people laugh but i think it's it's a good exercise like how did <laughs> how do you want this schedule to look right like the schedule matters ultimately like if they start this season kansas city buffalo Miami and they're one and two or zero oh and three. You can't tell me that doesn't impact how the season goes, right? So what I like to do is I look at all the games and I say, how would you want this to play out, right? Like because coming into next season, there's going to be a lot of pressure on this team, right? If they start one and two or zero oh and one, but we saw it with the Phillies, right? Like when you're coming off of a title season where you play in that championship game, there's pressure right away. The Phillies started zero oh and five. It's basically put a you know a dark cloud over the whole season for a lot of it so i like to sit down and say who could they play uh i'll give you a preview i think the best week one opponent would be the giants i think it's a good enough opponent where it's impressive but also the giants are terrible so i think they would ultimately win that game so i will be releasing that tomorrow at 8 a.m you're unbelievable <laughs> this guy's a beaut elliot one last thing and it relates to the schedule gut feeling eagles chiefs does the nfl go right to it week one on thursday night football to start the year rematch of the Super Bowl. You don't normally get AFC, NFC team that face each other in the Super Bowl. Right. You know, it's only every four years on average that they would play against each other. Do you think the league says, let's just get right to it, Mahomes versus Hurts, bang, start the whole season? Well, I did think it was interesting that on the image the league put out previewing the schedule release, they had Jalen and Mahomes on it, right? So I think they're, they're well aware this is going to be the biggest game of the regular season. I would be surprised if they did it right away. I mean, you figure that first game of the season is going to get massive ratings no matter what. They know they can put anything there, and it'll do big numbers. So I don't think there's a ton of incentive to do it. But I'll say this. If I'm the Eagles, I really hope that's not the first game because they're not beating the Chiefs in Kansas City week one, and you don't want to start the season 0-1. So the Eagles should hope that that is not the first game, and I would be surprised if Mm. they did it. James, if you can, pull up the Chiefs' schedule. I'd be curious who they have at home. We, we, you know, I'd be like, do they play Dallas at home? They're because... in Germany too, right? The Chiefs, they're yeah, the playing. The Chiefs are yeah. a Germany option, yeah. So tomorrow we'll find out. Uh, there is, I, I don't think the Eagles are going to end up doing it, but there is a small chance the Eagles, because they play two teams that go. The There's Eagles no the chance Patriots. they put an Eagles Chiefs game at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, no Zero. Chance. Now, e- Eagles Patriots, I could maybe see, but I, I would be very surprised. No, no, it's, no, it's good. The Chiefs are going to get the honor. All right, Elliot, great work as always, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Yep, sounds good.